Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Wanderman, and with me as always is my co-host, Greg Wong. What's up, everyone? We have a great, great show for you today. Uh, we have a lively discussion with our guest. We're talking about social media and how social media is changing healthcare and storytelling. We invited Nora Travis, a fellow creative um, and digital social geek like us, to talk about social trends, what conversations for patients mean today in today's very social world, as well as innovation. Yeah, so uh, and with that, enjoy the conversation. Cool, so thank you, Nora, for uh, joining us today. We're excited to uh, have you on. Thanks yeah, welcome, Nora. Thank you. So Greg and I are very uh, very excited about social media, and we run the social media properties here, and we know you're also very passionate about social media, so we want to bring you in and kind of you know, be social with you and talk about uh, social media. I'm curious, like, what are, maybe for all of us, the platforms that really excite us today that we either maybe just consume or just, or just share and publish to? Um, I'm a big Instagrammer being a visual person. It's kind of where, where, you know, I like to play a lot. I love a good filter. Um, I think that Snapchat's been the most interesting scene it's developed over the past year. Snapchat has this amazing real time and voyeuristic, uh, and informal, uh, vibe to it. That's very cool to see. Well, that's why I think it's so popular right now. And I'm, it's very interesting of how to use Snapchat and how everyone's kind of using Snapchat in their own way, but it's that voyeurism of like, it's not just pictures and it's not just text and it's not just video. It's all of them. And you can tell your own story and you can feel like I'm sitting next to Kim Kardashian because I'm following her and her own feed and stuff like that. So I think that to me is that kind of that it adds all these things that we love about doing social media. It's like that's kind of where we're all going. So yeah, social me- media is often like helping you jump into like a different place. Like Periscope, yeah. they were billing it as teleportation. Like you can exactly. see yourself there in another place real time. I kind of dabble with that here and there. Uh, if I have something exciting to share or want to tune into, um, some new tech announcement or whatever. Right. Probably biggest in Instagram, being more of an art and visual guy too. I was huge on Twitter, but then I think I subscribed to a little too many feeds, got a lot of noise, drowning things out too. So yeah. periodically, if I have something interesting to share, like there was a, um, I got stuck in a train underground for two and a half hours. I filmed it. I started putting it out there on Twitter to oh, nice. have other, uh, how to get picked up by other news platforms. Just with, right. I knew that they would be doing the hashtag searching or or searching for keywords. I think for me, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Twitter guy. My favorite part of Twitter is kind of the real-time engagement of the, of the platform that if I'm sitting on a, if my flight's delayed, I can just, you know, tweet at, delta or something like that and just say like hey like i'm delayed what's up and they'll real-time feedback and just let me know right away versus like having to wait and get information slow and from people who aren't necessarily know what they're talking about so i for me that would be mine i think that's really interesting like you brought up like the fact that you interacting with brands in the social space like you were actually like reaching out to the brand to talk to them which is something that i think is really new depending on the platform you know Mm -hmm. but i think like especially with Twitter, it's, it's turned into that customer service model where people are actually wanting to talk to a brand as opposed to trying to avoid seeing a brand in their social feed. Right. Um, and then also that, like you're saying that like, that's your news source. Like that's how people function now, you know, like Facebook, Twitter, these things are how we get our news. Um, and from, 
a lot of times not even an actual like CNN or news source. Like we get it from Amy Schumer talking about what's right, happening yeah. in the political race or we get yeah. it from our favorite comedians or musicians or things like that. Yeah, so easy to just do a quick search for keywords, a neighborhood, some, there's some crisis or traffic jam or whatever. Just search it. You can find it. Let's put our like healthcare lens on things and let's talk a little bit about how social media is impacting patients and impacting the healthcare space. So Nora... As our guest, how do you think social media is changing healthcare? Um, I mean, I think we're seeing a, a lot of changes across the space. There, I think one of the things that I've witnessed that feels so amazing to see is that so many patients feel isolated when they're diagnosed or when they're dealing um, with a, with a friend or their partner who's diagnosed or their child and mm-hmm. stuff, and, and seeing social media bringing those people together and feel like they're not isolated. Right. Um, I think these channels have done an amazing job of bringing. Uh, really rare diseases up to the forefront um, and making them uh, kind of removing some of the stigma around things as well, because people Mm -hmm. are able to share their story, connect, even if I don't know someone personally who is going through, you know, chemo or something like that. I know a friend of a friend. I see that happening in my social feed. It's something that I'm able to connect with on a day-to-day basis. And I think that that exposure and that human level connection to to seeing what other people are going through is so beautiful. It's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really yeah. comforting yeah. for patients. You're not alone in this rare disease. And maybe you may not know anyone within a 50 mile radius of you, but you can find like empathy and other uh, useful information out there. Well, yeah. I think what's amazing is you're seeing that also spread into the mainstream media, like bringing more, um, you know, like on Instagram, there's a whole movement right now of like body positivity and body acceptance. And you're seeing yep. uh, women who are paraplegic, who are posing and things, and now they're being put in advertisements and things like that. So I think there's this area um, and even just, you know, a more acceptance of putting, um, you know, children with Down syndrome into ads and bringing these things mm. up that are bringing Americans and humans in the world into right. the mainstream. And I think that social has really helped us get there because we're seeing that day to day we're connecting and we're learning about something that we didn't even know existed because real people are getting to share more of their stories. Greg, are you seeing any trends kind of happening in the social space? Um, One thing which we've been seeing in the recent years is that uh, a wider age age demographic is using social media and talking online. Um, Older baby boomers are pretty uh, uh, active on, Mm -hmm. on social media might be more Facebook than Twitter, but we are seeing conversations and, and people connecting to each other. Yeah. Maybe more so their own friends than putting it out there to the for the whole internet yeah. to, to see. But there's definitely a lot of activity and a lot of connection. Yeah, totally. I actually think that it's that kind of authenticity. And, and we were talking before uh, the show about just kind of people are more likely to engage with their friends or more likely to, if my friend is telling me something really interesting, I'll listen to them versus like an authoritative authoritative figure telling giving me information and i think that's what's some of the trends i'm seeing is brands doing that now where it's not just like brand x is telling you something like you need to go do this you need to go do that but it's like hey i'm your friend i want to help you out let me show you where to get the right medicine or let me bring you to other people and that's kind of how social media is changing i guess advertising in general just yeah and i think that that's i mean it's a really interesting point of like the brands trying to bring that authenticity to the space. I think you're seeing brands do that and some are more successful than others and that some lend themselves to being more authentic and and relaxed and being more of a friend because that's what their brand is. Mm -hmm. I think also you're seeing these brands that are, um, that are going in and are 
having more real conversations. I think a couple of years ago when brands entered the social media space, they almost uh, went in with a plan and then had like pre-approved copy to respond. And mm-hmm. they kind of felt like mm-hmm. Autobots yeah. in the space. Yeah. And it really felt, uh, you know, you weren't sure who they were and why right. they were there. It felt very invasive. And now when a brand comes in, you're seeing that desire of, oh, I want to follow this brand because they're bringing me something interesting or different. Right. Or because if I ask them a question, they're going to actually answer me and me alone, you know, and it has yeah. that like that personal approach that, that, that they weren't really getting a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's leading to, to people really wanting to connect more. And it, I think that word you keep hearing authenticity over and over and over again, when you're talking about any brand in social. Yeah. And that's the thing that is, is really making the most brand successful, even if it is authentic and authoritative, it doesn't always have to be authentic and friendly. You know, it's just really staying true to the root of that brand mm-hmm. and then making that um, as transparent as possible in social. Yeah, one of the trends we've been, uh, I've been also hearing about is like the one-to-one messaging, which was mm-hmm. maybe more automated bots in the past, yeah. but now they're the one-to-one messaging with like the the the, the systems in place. Yeah, and maybe in private messaging could is a lot more responsive, a lot more intuitive. Maybe quickly taking the factor like your your patient or consumer profiles, so it's highly relevant to uh, what you need. Yeah, it adds to that kind of that real time engagement that if if I if there is something wrong with me or I've been on medicine for X amount of years, I just want to ask somebody a quick question. I don't want to have to like make a doctor's appointment and have to wait two weeks to then see the doctor. It's that real time that I can just say like, hey, this is what's happening to me. Can anybody answer that? And I even know like, you know, we all have different kind of health apps on our phones and, and wearables that are helping us track our own health. And it's that kind of quantified self. I know we were talking about this on last episode about like getting my own information and then putting empowering the patient or empowering ourselves to take better care of our health. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that you're also speaking to the immediacy of what our society at large is really yeah. loving, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's really crazy that I can think of any meal that I want right now and have it delivered in a half an hour, but I can't have the same experience with a doctor, you know, right. I mean, like it's, it's kind of starting to grow that you're seeing that more on demand yeah. medicine or, yeah. or some of the things like that in the healthcare space. But I mean, like we could get a bottle of liquor here in like 15 minutes, you right, know, delivered yeah. to us for no fee, um, you know, and we could dip, get all these other things. And that's pretty crazy that, um, that immediacy has grown in so much of our lives. We can shop that way. We can eat that way. Mm-hmm. We can travel that way, but that healthcare is still, not in that um, immediate, you know, gratification place. Yeah, yeah. but it is starting to shift yeah, too. Definitely. We hear you know, this telemedicine for sure. Yeah. Um, or you could talk to some doctors, depending on your insurance provider, right. I guess, with like via apps. And I guess that's even starting to even broaden our definition of social too. Social, not just being oh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And I think it is showing that like healthcare is wanting to be in that space. Right. And we're needing to kind of push and play in that space because that's what an audience is expecting. Now they're wanting to go. And if they have a question about uh, medicine that they're taking, if they're having a question about side effects, they want an answer right away. And, and they're being taught by every other uh, environment that they're in that they should get an answer right away, yeah. you know, and that's just something that we're now kind of as part of our society. What do you think is going to be kind of our social habits and how are they going to evolve? in the immediate future, a couple of years down the road. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this idea of immediacy that we were just t- touching on is yeah. really, is really interesting and important. I think the, um, that we're seeing a big shift in, in virtual reality as well, which is pulling in um, and, and that really customizable experience. We're seeing yeah. those things that people are really wanting this like real time customizable 
like they're living it. Like we're all trying right. to like live outside of where we are. Um, and so I think that, uh, that those are definitely some of the trends that we're seeing. And then I think also bringing, you know, kind of these, these rare diseases, these rare areas, especially in healthcare to the forefront, you're really mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people push for, um, for larger online communities, for yeah. larger social groups, for larger commitments, and for more of a voice in, in the healthcare space. And that's really interesting. Totally. Yeah. Building on top of that, I think we're seeing the internet of things, like the internet infused into products um, and them all co- talking to each other and connected much more. I think we'll be uh, connected, doing social media without looking at any screens, without yeah. any keyboards, yeah, yeah. just talking or just the things intuitively oh, like kind real of, life yeah. social media like how we're doing right yeah. here just looking at each other oh yeah <laughs> wait i don't have to go outside do but i maybe just <laughs> i could be alone in the room talking yeah. to the computers <laughs> i actually think it's funny because so we're all saying the same a lot of the same things but for me i think it's gonna be really interesting to see how our privacy habits uh develop over time and we talked about this on last episode just about people are becoming more comfortable with the information that's out there because we're putting a lot of information out there that we're not as scared about like, Oh my God, somebody's going to know what I'm doing or who I am that I, I'm curious to see how that evolves in the healthcare space of medical records being passed around. I know that's a big issue right now about certain healthcare records, but I feel like over time that's because we're putting so much information out there that we're just not going to care as much. Yeah. And what you're seeing even with that is our people, and again, you know, every person is different, but so many people are wanting to share their story, Mm -hmm. their history, their struggles, their issues with, you know, different medicines, their issues with different treatments, their issues with different doctors, they're wanting to put that out into the world. Um, Obviously, not everyone wants to be that public. But it is interesting that we are seeing people um, excited about sharing that and like pushing that out. um, And, uh, and that, you know, we're seeing that with ourselves, too, that we're becoming more comfortable logging into different platforms through many social accounts, you know, like doing this thing that, that, uh, that information and that privacy um, especially for the next generation coming up is not so much of an issue anymore. Yeah, I think big picture, it just accelerates patient um, adoption and learning towards right. different conditions, drugs, um, alternative therapies, things like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just getting smarter with the more they talk. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel smarter after this conversation. So We hope everyone feels smarter <laughs> after listening to this. Totally. Totally. Uh, so we're just about out of time. So I just want to thank you again, Nora, for uh, joining us on today's episode. Uh, you were an absolute pleasure. Thank uh, you hope so to have much. you back soon. I, I do want to say, I know uh, you've been working on a social platform for CDMI Connect. Do you want to talk about that for uh, Yeah, definitely. If you're, if you're looking for inspiration or wanting to understand how other people are living their lives through amazing documentaries that are being featured online, we put together Essential, which is the new CDMI Tumblr. And it's a mix of every single type of amazing video that's happening online that people are making. So this can be a Vine. It can be someone a video that someone shot on their phone. It can be a really beautifully shot full-length documentary. Um, you can submit videos that you find inspiring and exciting. And if you're just looking for new ways of looking at the world, it's a great place to go. Right now we have, I think some of the top posts are, you know, uh, the Sesame Street characters singing Warren G., um, oh, as well yeah, that's a good as one. always as, a crowd favorite, <laughs> exactly, you know, um, as well as um, a documentary about a guy who makes these amazing uh, like sculptures in the snow. So nice. it's a mix of kind of everything that the internet has. To offer. And where can, where can they get that? What's the URL? Yeah, it's uh, essentialcdmi.tumblr.com. Cool. And we'll have that in our show notes too. Definitely. 
All right, well, thank you again, Nora. Thank and hopefully you. we'll uh, bring you back uh, another time. Thank you. Bye. All right, so that was our conversation with Nora Travis. Uh, I think it went really well. It was enjoyable, and I learned a lot. That's awesome. Uh, so thank you all for uh, joining us today and listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, um, subscribe, give us a review on the iTunes store, and tell a friend. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about digital healthcare, you can check out our own social channels. CDMI Connect is on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Later.